Welcome to Catch the Fire London's podcast. We pray that you will be radically transformed as you listen to this message. And so, Father, we want to thank you for this brother and sister in Christ. We want to thank you that they are a blessing to us. And we just release a blessing to them in the name of the Father, Son, and the Holy Spirit. God, would you increase them? because of them being here. Would, you, would they be more energized at the end of today than they were at the start of day, today? Would they be so in tune with you that they are empowered by this moment in time? And all of God's people said? Amen. Amen. Good morning. I see some familiar faces since this weekend and some not so familiar that I haven't seen before. So, uh, as your pastor said, my name is Trauen. I'm Icelandic. I'm Isabel's husband. And I would just like to put the emphasis, like we always do when we start our ministry, wherever we are in the world, just to put the emphasis on that this is not about us. This is about Jesus Christ. This is not about the gift of prophecy even though the Lord sometimes chooses to use us in that area, but it's about him. It's about the Lord Jesus Christ for him, because of him, and all about him. So let us be mindful of that today and every day. That's why we live and breathe, because of Jesus Christ. That's why we live and breathe. So I bless you, and I'm honored. Like I said, I'm honored and pleased to have the opportunity to be here again. We were here in the beginning of this year, I think, if my memory serves me right. So for, uh, is this the camera for the people at home? Yeah. Uh, or yeah. For someone at home, at this point, you've been praying to the Lord because you have been having problems in your marriages, in your household. <clears throat> Today, the Lord is going to touch you. He's going to meet you. And I speak blessing into you. I speak blessing into your heart. I speak peace into your home. And I call upon the blood of Jesus over your home and over your household. May the peace of the Lord Jesus Christ engulf you now where you are. May the presence of the Holy Spirit be so tangible that you feel like you can literally touch him physically. So I bless you in Jesus' name. I speak victory. I speak restoration in the name of Jesus Christ by the power given to me in the name of Jesus Christ. I speak restoration in your marriage, in your household, in your family. In Jesus' name. Well, good morning. It's great to be here. It's great to be with family. It's great to be here and see what God is doing. And um, this morning... You know, there's so many things happening in the kingdom of God right now. Are you recording? Can, can, Dan, can you get a phone ready? Not, not for you, but I need a phone. Reco yeah. No, I need recording. Abigail, honey, when I looked at you, when we, you came in a few minutes ago, when we met up there, I heard the Lord saying, there's a freedom and a release coming for you. And I saw it is a lid that has been on the atmosphere over you that is going to break through, honey. You don't fully know who you are. And people don't know who you are. 
And there is an amazing woman of fire and might inside of you with so much passion. And the Lord is bringing a river out of you that's going to transform people, dear. There has been a battle in the heavenly realm over you. And even since you were little, I saw wings being clipped on you. And I heard the Lord saying, he is coming to give you new wings. He's not going to regrow those. He's not going to enlarge those. But there are some new wings coming for you. Honey, you are a worshiper. And there is a freedom of worship arising within your creative dance, creative writing and painting. You are so prophetic. And dear, there is, you are a leader, but there is a preacher inside of you that is going to bust through so mightily, dear, for you have so much courage. But yet, I saw there's been some seasons where you needed to protect yourself, and it was necessary. A protection had to be placed around you through circumstances, and even the enemy tried to put a little fence around you. And I heard the Lord saying, dear, that was necessary then, but now you can bust that with a one kick. And God is bringing you into a freedom, honey, that's going to be transformed. I saw... Honey, there has been a spirit of rejection working against you. And it has worked against your household. That need is active in the land wherever you are from. Originally, there is a, a, a rejection there. And there is a spirit of rejection. And a work that came against you is a territorial thing. And the Lord is breaking off. And I heard the Lord saying, dear, I'm coming to release that from you. And you are going to enter into a new discovering, dear, of who you are. Talents are going to be released. And transformation, but I heard the Lord saying, when I looked into your eyes, I heard the Lord saying, happiness is coming into her heart. And there's a release of a happiness, a level of happiness that you haven't experienced, not because of anything wrong with you. It just, things around you held that back. And I heard the Lord saying, dear, it is coming in an experiential love of God, for you have a gift of love within you. That's going to break through. There is an amazing awakening coming, for you are part of the revival of the land, dear. And God is going to use you in many places. And yes, you and your family have a call to the nations, but dear, you have a great calling to Europe as well. You're part of the revival of Europe. God is going to do something mighty with you, for you are a mighty woman. And I am so thrilled that you're part of our family. I saw for you, you are, like Isabel said, you're a mighty woman of God. You are so strong. You're stronger than you even know you're, you, that you are. The Lord has given you might and power to work in his kingdom. You have the gift of impartation, meaning that the Lord is going to use you to impart into other people gifts and his love that you carry. You have been misunderstood. You have been spoken against. You have been... Some people have even tried to curse you, but I break that off you in Jesus' name. And you, from this day on, you will walk in freedom. Yes. You will walk in freedom, and you will walk in authority and power as you speak the word of God. I just saw power coming out of your mouth, healing power that the Lord has put inside you. So bless you, dear. Finances, I saw financial blessing coming for you, provisions coming for you. There's a new door opening in that area in your life. So I bless you, dear, in Jesus' name. Bless you.
And uh, I, ju I saw, dear, uh, I actually saw uh, some witchcraft against you. And uh, it is, God is removing it. It has come to an end. It has been a battle on the heavenly realm over you, your life and your destiny since you were born. And it is ending now. And you are coming, dear, into a new life. And you're going to feel like you're being born again and again and again in every area of your life. And by this, I want to emphasize, there's nothing wrong with you, honey. But there's so much more to you. And God is bringing you into the Superman and Clark Kent convergence. <laughs> Love you, honey. Thank you. Um, this morning, I want to share with you about uh, one, so much, we'll see. But, um, you know, God wants to give us longevity. And everything in the kingdom of God, you know, some things are for a season, but there's the kingdom of God, God wants to give us longevity. And everything he births, he wants longevity, wants to end. God wants us to run the race till the end. He doesn't want anybody to drop off or anybody to trip off and not get up again. He doesn't, you know, want that. God wants to take us to the very end with endurance. And I want to talk a little bit about it because there is a great persecution happening right now among us. And it's a tremendous persecution that has been really working actively and is sneaking and increasing tremendously. And the persecution that has been sent is for the lukewarmness of the heart. And the devil knows if he can get to the heart, he reaches the center of operations. Everything revolves and flows out of that place. You see, and the devil is working over time in the heart causing the heart to get lukewarm, to get confused, to get cold. And in doing that, then he's able to rob, steal, kill, and destroy, and hold back the advancement of the kingdom. And we are in a place of great advancement. We are in a house of advancement. And therefore, we need to be prepared and be one step ahead. We need a strategy. Because you can have a thousand prophecies, but unless you are able to run the race with endurance, it's not going to work. It is short-term and long-term. It's take off and hold on to the finish line. And the thing here is, and this is you know, a good thing and a challenging thing, because God is so amazing. Now, when we set out to run, if you, have, if you run, if you have run, and you, you set out to run, when I run, I like running, but when I run, all I think of is the end of the, of the run. Whatever long it is going, to, I set out to run, uh, I, I'm running thinking, okay, okay, how much longer? Okay, I can make it 300 more meters or another kilometer or whatever it is. And that's what we think, because... Ah, then we made it and I get, I get a break. The thing is with God, he enlarges. He enlarges, he enlarges, he enlarges. And sometimes the finish line gets farther and farther. Yeah. And you are running and running. And then you think, why is it that I don't get there? What is happening? Because you are doing so well in the race that God is adding more miles to your race. And so he takes you farther. So... Uh, even though we run fixing our eyes on the goal, don't make the goal 
the finish line, we make the goal, Jesus at the end of it, he will catch us. We make fix our eyes on the now and the then. Learning to live in the now is really important. And the kingdom of God has, doesn't live in the now. What God is doing now, the kingdom of God lives in yesterday. And sometimes we try to look into tomorrow. But the now is really important. God is investing in the now. Does it take off? Every now, every moment of your life is a now moment. What is happening in that now moment? What decision are you making in the now moment? It's really important. You see, because it determines the rest of the race. Every now moment we are in. But the enemy is trying. And uh, in Matthew 24, 12, it says that um, when we, uh, in these days, and I believe we are in the last days, and whatever long day lasts, I don't know, but I mean, the last days started 2,000 years ago, so <laughs> we are farther into it. We are in the last days. And so when we, it says, um, because of the troubles of life and circumstances, the love of many will grow cold. But those who endure till the end, they will make it, they'll be saved. And we have to set that as a goal in front of us. Because the target, the main target, I love a strategy. And the main target of a strategy is where you can cause the most damage. Why waste your time? You know, many times you can use little fires and things like that to distract so that people are not looking at the center of operation, the more damaging, so they get them protected and boom. Then they send the attack and the destruction happens. And that is what happens to us a lot because we do not guard our hearts. We have not learned to guard our hearts. We hear it about it, but we don't actively guard our hearts now in every situation, every moment, guarding the heart. Center of operations, everything hinges on it. The heart is the place God looks at when he looks at us. He connects with your heart, not with your humanity, not, not with your mind, not with your emotions. He connects with your heart. The heart is when he looks at and he speaks according to your heart. It gives you promises and prophecies and everything and responsibilities and upgrades and everything according to your heart. You see? And he uh, reacts to the heart. The heart is incredibly important. God releases you according to your heart. Remember David? Even though he blew it and, uh, you know, we know this story, but his heart. He had the heart of God's very own heart. I had a heart of repentance. God looked at the heart and acted accordingly. God acted according to the heart. So it is so seriously, amazingly important that we focus on the heart. I love you so much. She has a name that starts with an F, but she's my sister. She's mommy. And so um, then we, you know, we have to pay attention to the heart. 
is really, really important if we want to advance and we want to move on and we want to do all those things. So it says, you know, um, in um, Proverbs 4.23, above all things, guard your heart. Not your calling, not your gift, not anything else. Guard your heart. Because and there, there are two versions I like. One says the traditional, because from it, from the heart, flow all the issues of life. It sounds a bit spiritual to me. And I used to hear that and it never clicked in. You know, but another one says, guard your heart because that is what determines the route your life is going to take. That is what determines the decisions that you are going to make. Do you know that all decisions flow from your heart, not from your head? It's from your heart that you make decisions, not from your head. And so it is really important that we guard our heart and we know how to steward our heart. Because otherwise, that is why we make all kinds of horrible decisions, destructive decisions. Because if you don't guard your heart, you can have promises from God, you have, can have a great calling, you can have a great destiny, and be in the best church in the world, which I think is this one, and you can be in that place and be surrounded by amazing people and everything, but you will be a train wreck in your decision making. Completely different and opposite to what God has said because of your heart. You see, in your head, you may say, in your will, you may say, I want this, but I do that. Paul said, I do what I don't want to do, and what I don't want to do, I do. You see, and that is a problem that flows from the heart. And so that is what uh, I want to live with you today because it changes everything completely in life. So, you know, um, the scripture says, you know, one of the most powerful destructive things, and we know in, in James 3, 2 to 12, James gives us this big lecture about the power of the tongue and how destructive it is and how you can contain fires and tame all kinds of things, but no one can tame the tongue. Well, I found out how we can do it. It's really easy. <laughs> I know. The Bible told me. I didn't figure it out myself, you know, but it's in the Bible. You know, and oh my goodness, all of a sudden, it's like one, two, three, click. The Holy Spirit is brilliant. He knows how to help us. And so, because life and death flow from the tongue. There's all these things that we struggle with, and they are so simple to fix. Because the Bible has all the answers, and Jesus paid the price, and we've got the Holy Spirit, so what's wrong with us? So, here we are in that place of, because the Bible says if we cannot control the tongue, we can control anything else in our lives. Isn't that powerful? Self-control. And you can say, I want to change this and I want to change mating habits. I want to change this or that. If you don't learn to control your tongue, you cannot control anything else. That is powerful. It's really powerful. You cannot control anything else. So said James. You know, so I, I like James. I think he was a very wise fellow. He was the brother of Jesus, so, you know, he grew up with him. But uh, so 
And there we see how important this is. You want self-control to activate it. You have the Holy Spirit, but you have to learn to control your tongue. If you can control that, you can control everything else. Your temper, your behavior, your eating habits, chocolate eating, everything. <clears throat> you can control it. And you can walk in freedom. So here we are. And the reason for that is the tongue is not controlled by your will. It's controlled by your heart. You see, you can, that's why you say, I'm not going to curse anymore. I'm not going to say that. I'm not going to. And you keep doing it. Because you can purpose in your head and your will to do it. But the Bible says it is the heart that releases what you speak. Flows from the heart. The mouth is out of the, what is in your heart, you speak. So when we understand how this whole connection, the system works, we can work with it. You see, because it is out of the mouth, the bonus of the heart that the mouth speaks. So it all goes back to your heart, your choices, your behavior, your self-control, your diet habits. Imagine being able to control diet and all those things. But it is all the heart. So instead of us going around trying to fix this, fix this, fix this, let's fix our heart and everything gets fixed around it. You see? Much simpler than trying to, it's like when you have all these debts around and you're paying a little bit here, a little bit here, five pounds here, and another here, and another here, you never get ahead. You consolidate, pay one chunk, and soon you cut off interest, and soon enough you are out of debt. That's what happens. Instead of trying to fix, it's exhausting, trying to change this and change that and change that and change that because it's all wrong. Fix your heart and everything will get fixed, I promise you. Because that's what the Bible says. So, the heart, control the heart. We'll go back to this tongue thing in a minute. But the heart, protect your heart, guard, guard your heart. You know, your heart is the filter of everything you say and do. It's your heart. Every choice gets filtered through your heart. Everything is your heart from the heart. And so, what fills the heart? You see, what fills the heart, it says in Psalm 45, verse 1, my, it said, my heart overflows with a good theme. I sing my praises to my king, for my tongue is the pen of a ready writer. The, pen, the tongue is the pen that writes. You see? And it writes from the, what overflows in your heart. The overflow of your heart, that is the ink. And that is the theme. So, our heart has many themes, but which is the one that overflows? That is the one that determines and if it is negative, if it is unkind, if it is, if the main thing, the main theme that fills your heart is not pleasing to the Lord, nothing else in your life is going to work. You will make decisions that will be damaging to you, but you don't realize it. Because they feel right, because you entertain that negative, negative theme in your heart. If your heart is critical, you will be critical. You will give critical prophecies, critical prayers, critical words. 
you know? And, uh, but if it is good, if the main theme that overflows your heart is good, then good things will flow out of you. Well, now one of my favorite scriptures, and this is off topic right now, but it's important too. It's off topic because I'm not teaching a prophetic, but you know, that is my turf. But it says in Jeremiah 15, 19, this is a condition. If you're called to prophetic, and if you are called to, you know, whether you're called just to be prophetic or if God calls you to a prophetic ministry, this is a requirement. God said to Jeremiah, when you are able to extract the gold out of the worthless, then you will be able to be my prophet. You see, then you will be able to be my spokesperson. You can want to be a prophet. You may have a calling to that, but this is a requirement in the eyes of God. When you are able to extract the gold out of the worthless, because that is who God, that's what God does. That's his heart. That's his character. That's his essence. Then you will be able. You will qualify. Then that calling will fit in. You will fit the calling, and you will be released into it. It, it all happens out of the heart. Out of the heart. It is your heart that motivates you to find the gold and pull it out, not your head. It's, it all flows from there. So how do we control? How do we guard our heart? And this is the most important thing, people. Your thoughts. It is so easy that a, chi- I mean, a child can do it. And you stand there saying, why didn't I think of this before? It's so easy. Your heart... What you think is what fills your heart. The Bible tells us a lot to bring your minds, to steward our thoughts, to think well. What we think, people, it's so powerful. Proverbs says, as a man thinks, so he is. And so what you think, what are you entertaining in your mind, those thoughts land in your heart. They go somewhere. They all drop into your heart. That's what fills your heart. And they release emotions. This is the most powerful thing. You see, when a thought enters into, becomes, reactivates an emotion, then you're in trouble. And you see, because um, that's, it's a, a, a triangle. It's thoughts, emotion, and heart. They come together. A thought releases emotions. If you entertain it, it develops an emotion. And at that moment, when it develops emotion, it enters your heart. So we need to stop it before it develops an emotion, before you feel it inside. It's really important. We have to be, you know, good gardeners here. Just nip it quickly. Get rid of it quickly. This is so urgent that, uh, I mean, I can't emphasize it enough. I hope the Holy Spirit empowers you with the urgency of this because the kingdom of God is at a a very pivotal time right now, crossroads for release. God is releasing, and he's going to give more. There's such an increase coming from heaven right now. It's happening. But he's searching for hearts he can trust, to empower, to release, to deposit. When he has hearts that can steward his glory, 
He sees at the heart, not at the anointing or the gift that you have. To steward his glory, he looks at your heart. To steward his riches, he looks at your heart. To steward his gift, he looks at your heart. To steward destiny, to steward authority, to steward everything, he looks at your heart. And that is the most important thing right, that we have to invest into. So, your thoughts. People, if you have negative thoughts, if you are filled with negative thoughts, your heart is not a good place. And you will be filled with, you know, all these emotions, negative emotions and anxieties and worries and fears and frustrations and you name it. It will be there. You want to sleep well. You know, sometimes insomnia is self-inflicted. You want, you want to sleep well. You will have bad dreams and they're not demonic. You know, because those emotions and thoughts come up in your dreams. That's a whole other topic. I have training in this. I'm not pulling it from my hat. <laughs> you know, you go to university to learn those things, believe it or not. You know, how the brain does these things. But it, it is. And so it is important that we learn to steward this for our health alone, for our relationships, for our relationship with God, for everything. So what contaminates the heart? What do you think? Anything can happen to you. Bad things happen to us all the time. That doesn't mean they have to contaminate your heart. You see, they only contaminate your heart when you entertain them in your mind. And an emotion is formed. And then you begin to feel it. You know, you begin to feel that when that thought becomes a feeling, and so don't let thoughts become feelings. It's really important. Stop it in between. So the thing is, no one can control your thoughts, only you. That is personal responsibility. That's why the Bible says, you know, think on good things and meditate in God's word. And yes, because it is not natural for us to be. Human nature is, doesn't teach us and the world to be nice inside. You know, most of the times our thoughts are scary. Thank God people don't see our thoughts. And because sometimes it'll be really bad. And we're judging people and we're criticizing people and we are complaining inside. But God sees the heart. The scripture said, let not all, only the words of your mouth, but the meditation of your heart be pleasing to the Lord. If the meditation of your heart, that means if your thoughts, if what you're feeling, your thoughts, your heart, with the thoughts that fill your heart are pleasing to the Lord, your heart is protected, your life is safe, your destiny is safe, blessing will come upon you, prosperity from heaven will come. And I'm just not just only talking about material, financial things, but health, prosperity, favor, um, life, spiritual prosperity, emotional prosperity, relational, everything God will prosper and bless it. You see, so... No one can make you think of anything. We have to take responsibility here for the lack of stewardship in our thoughts. We let it run like a wild horse. Our mind and our thoughts kick and scream and yeah, we just chase after them. You know, and there's negative thoughts and uh, everything. The devil knows. See, this is how it works. The devil knows. All he has to do is put a thought in your mind and you do the rest. He did that with Eve. It was one thought. He put one thought in Eve's mind. 
in the garden. And she entertained it. She knew better. She even said, uh, but God said, she knew better. And there's a problem. You know better. You know better than to lie. You know better than to mistreat people or be rude. You know better than to use foul language or vulgar language and be rude or, or call people names. You know better than to argue or to yell. You know better. But that thought, if you don't control it, then you act on it because it stirs an emotion. Emotion causes action. The thought, when the thought becomes a feeling, you know, then it, 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 the next thing is action. You know, there's a reaction to that. You react to the emotion you're entertaining. <clears throat> so, if you better, but you entertain the thought, like, really? Huh. She stood there thinking, really? That's true? That can happen? And she entertained it, came into her heart and did it. And here we are. God bless her. You see? So, that's all it takes. One thought, people. One thought can, one thought can destroy your, a great marriage. One thought can destroy your family. One thought can rob you from your job, your finances. One thought can destroy your health. One thought can take your destiny away. One thought can cost you everything. So we need to step up to the plate and just be stewards of it. What do you think about? What is it? You know, and that's the thing. When you learn to live in the moment, it's really important because then now and then forward. Not then, now and forward. That combination doesn't work. The past is not always the winner in our lives. That's why we needed Jesus and healing and all those things. So we move on. Leaving the past behind, close the door, is now and forward. So living in the now is very important. Living in the now is when you survey your situation at every moment. I come from a long line of professional, excellent warriors, like worrying, not, not war. I have an accent, so I'm that one, that one. Can you say that again? Worry. That one. <laughs> so, and my family, I mean, they were Olympics on this. So, it was active all the time, and that was it. And I grew up around it, so I learned it. It gets passed down. You learn to do it. And, and you know, you actually, when, when a thought becomes a, an addiction, becomes a part of you and becomes a feeling, it actually activates chemicals from the brain that make it an addiction. And you get addicted to certain behaviors because... They are active in your mind. See, addictions start in the mind. They start with the mind. You think of chocolate cake? Just, and then you go to the mind. You go, then you go to the, you go, you go, you, you go to the store, buy the need to before you get home.
They smell like chocolate. <laughs> but I did the same thing with cheesecake, so <laughs> not any better. But you know, but that's the thing, it's one thought. It's one thought that makes you do it. And so, anyway, I learned that's the way we do it. We worry about everything. So I was like that. And then after I got older and I was living with our nuts, our parents, I was living with John and Carol, and, you know, they were not worrying all the time. And I didn't understand the kind of people. They were not really stressed, going around stressed about this, about that, about that. And I thought there was something wrong with them. Because anyway, and one day, you know, healing and talking and help and healing and different lifestyles and different mindsets. And one day, I realized that I had a need to worry. I started worrying. It was like, I needed, you know, to pinch people who are addicted to the behavior of being angry, they pinch themselves to be angry. And so, you know, and uh, I was there and uh, feeling, I was in a little bedroom at John and Carol's, and I was, I kept feeling, I kept worried, worried, I need to worry, and I was worrying, and suddenly, I stopped and I thought, and that's when I started learning to, how important it is the now, because you can take that thought, that emotion, and make you your now. Something is always happening, it becomes your now. And so, I stood there and thought, okay, what is happening in my now moment? Right now, what is happening? What is happening today for me to feel like this? And be thinking like this, doom and gloom thoughts. What is happening in my now? My now being today, my now being this moment, my now moment. Nothing. I have nothing to worry about. <laughs> I had not discovered cheesecake yet. In, we didn't have that back in my home country. And so I was, there was nothing. I looked at everything. I thought, okay, my health, no, it's good today. Everything is good. Finances are good. We could pay our bills. The marriage was good. Church was good. Everything was good. And then I realized, okay, so that is my, that's the reality of my now. And that is not my now. I do not need to entertain it. And I just stood there and said, no, I don't need this. I don't need to be worried. I don't need to, everything is good. All is well right now. My now is good. So stop it. In Jesus' name, and stop it. Close the door and move on. Step into the now. Don't let it come through the window become your now. You can't stop it. You have a choice of what you want. You have a choice, people. And that began to change it. And then I came into freedom of that bondage. And sometimes now something's happening, and I find myself wanting to worry, and I just go back and say, no, I don't have to go back there. I know how to deal with this. My now is this in my now. And if it is not in my, if it is in my now, let's do something about it and fix it. If it isn't, kick it off. You see, don't entertain the thought. And this is the thing. What you feel changes when your thought changes. 
And a lot of people think that the feeling, the emotion, if you're feeling depressed or anxious or sad or down or angry or whatever, has to change for your things to change. Emotions take cues from your thoughts. You need to change your thought and your emotion will change. It activates brain things. And then it changes. So you can make the choice to change your thought. I'm going to think of something else. So what is the solution to guard your heart above all things? You see, because as you guard your heart, it becomes lighter, it becomes cleaner. It does, the contamination gets removed and it remains good and pure and beautiful and yes, you guard it and you keep cleaning it and cleaning it and cleaning it every day and momentarily many times a day keep cleaning your heart and then you get to the point when your behavior changes according to your heart your tongue changes what flows from your heart changes therefore you are able to control your tongue you are able to you not know, shout at people anymore, not say those tearing down things that you said before because your heart becomes prettier. So pretty things come out of your heart. Out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth speaks. You stop gossiping because you get rid of it. Your heart is not carrying it anymore, so you don't gossip anymore. Or if... You know, you hear gossip, and you, you, know, you just feel, ah, oh, that's don't like the taste of that anymore, because it isn't there. And then now your decisions change. You know, because for instance, you get up, you're having a good day, and you are hoping to have a great day, and one thought comes that reminds you how your husband told you something the other day you didn't like. It just pops into your head. You entertain that thought. You entertain it. And the next thing that happens, you have a fight with your husband. Sorry, honey. It has happened. And, but, or, you know, or you get up and you're going to go to work and everything is great. And you get one thought. There's, the devil plants, plants it. One thought about something rude your boss did to you. One little thought, and you entertain it. And then changes your mood, it changes your heart. It predisposes you for the way you are going to treat him when you see him. And then you go with your guard up, and then you go ready to a defensive, a defensive mode. And he talks to you and wants to give you a coffee, and you're just you're not going to bully me. <laughs> you see? And you may lose your job. You see, think how uh, it snowballs. You go from one thing to another to another. So, how we fix this? There are three scriptures I want to use very quickly. And uh, maybe four, but you know, scriptures I want to use. And the first one is uh, Philippians 4 8. This is all scripture. I wish I was so smart I could tell you I made this up. You know, but um, it's all scripture. So to control your thoughts, retrain your thoughts, renew your thoughts, pitch a tent 
on Philippians 4, 8. Make it to your to-go place. You see, when Paul said, and finally, brethren, think of nice things. Fix your thoughts on things that are nice, that are pure, that are beautiful. If anything is worthy of praise in that, think. That's your choice. You can choose what to think. The devil cannot make you. No one can make you. What you think is your choice. So, just write. For the sake of your heart, your life, your destiny, and everything else, and everybody around you. You see, so, choose nice things to think about. Shift that negativity of the mind. And... Welcome the Holy Spirit into your thoughts and welcome heaven into your thoughts because that will fill your heart. So you find yourself thinking about negative things, negative finances, worrying about money, but negatively and or negative things about people, problems that have happened. Stop it. <laughs> you know, you don't need prayer for that. Stop it. And so, and then you can choose. No, I'm not going to think about something nice. No, maybe ice cream. Think of it. You will end up eating, you will end up eating ice cream, so don't do that. <laughs> don't do that. But choose something nice and healthy. <laughs> to think about, you know, your dog. That's one of my go-to nice things, my nice thoughts. You know, my dog or your shoe collection. I don't know. Think of your children. Think of when they're nice, you know. <laughs> Think of, yeah, baggy. Think of something. Find something. There is something. There is always something. People find something nice to think about by choice and choose to remember it. Now say, oh, yeah, I like chocolate cake. No, no, let's stop the chicken. Can you see it somewhere else? I keep looking at you and thinking of chocolate cake. <laughs> but, they, but you stand there saying, you know, uh, Instead of that, I'm going to think of this. But remember, remember, something good God has done, something nice somebody did for you. You don't like your child at that moment. My teenage daughter is a drama crazy. She's 30 now, but, you know. And uh, so it's that learning to find something nice to think about when I didn't like her, her behavior, when I couldn't stand her behavior. And I found one thing, I found one thing, one thing. She washed dishes really well. And that was, when I, when she did something, or negative thoughts about her came up, that irritated me. I would say, no, I don't have to think of that. She washes dishes really well, Jesus. Isn't that wonderful? Her glasses are sparkling on the dishes. I don't have to double check them. She's so good at doing this. And I had a choice to think about her bad behavior or her good washing dishing skills. You see, you can choose what you think. It's really important that will fill your heart. Thankfulness. Thankfulness cleanses the heart. Is you know like you have Mr. Clean in this country? Yes, like Mr. Clean for the heart. You know, it purifies then it, it really cleanses your heart and cleanses your mind is thankfulness. And that is a choice. You know, thankfulness about something. Thankfulness 
you know, is um, a Hebrew word, haka, I have trouble saying, hakarat hatov, that means focusing on what is good. Focusing on what is good. You see, that is um, recognizing what is good, finding it, recognizing what is good. That's the meaning of thankfulness, is recognizing what is good. So, find something good, recognize it, and develop a thankfulness. A thankful heart comes from a thankful mind. You can have a thankful heart unless you have a thankful mind. So, develop a thankful mind. Think. Thank you for something. Let the word thank you be in your mind a lot. Thank the Lord for everything. Thank people. Let thank you, thank you, thank you, thank your dog. Thanks the, you know, the spider on the wall. No, don't. You know, but thankfulness. Find something good. Oh, they make pretty webs, actually. Aren't they pretty, the webs they knit? I know, we have to get rid of them, but they're artistic. And so, but... You know, find something good. Recognize the good. And your mind will go into thankfulness. Your heart will remain protected. Thankfulness cleanses it and protects the heart. You see, and you will be safe because the decisions that you will make will be good. Guard your heart above all things. For that determines the route your life is going to take, your destiny and God's reactions and responses to you. Once upon a time, and I'm finishing with this, and I want to pray for you, and we want to pray for you as a church. Uh, when I used to pastor, I um, went with a girl from my church for coffee, and I said to her, uh, because I was her pastor, and I said, you know, the Lord showed to me a few things about you that he has for your future. And as your pastor, I want to help you. If you want to get there, I'm here to help you fulfill your destiny and walk in the promises of God. And she said, well, before you tell me those things, um, since you, bless her little heart, are so, so very, very, very prophetic, she said. And you are so prophetic that you can see everything and you know everything. And you are so prophetic, you already know it. I know you know it because you are so seriously prophetic. Yeah, no, thank God I got off that train a long time ago, but I would have believed it otherwise. And she said that you already know that. So there's some an area of sin in my life that's not good. I, I know you know, but... I might as well come clean, and then you can, we will see. If there's something you can, we can, can be done to fix that or not, I don't know, but I might as well tell you because you already know. And she spilled the beans, and we were in a coffee shop, and she told me, and it was worse than I thought. Oh, my gosh, she told me this terrible thing. And I try not to react, and... I said to her, I had no idea. And she said, what do you mean you had no idea? Of course you did. You are so prophetic and you see everything. And then she went through that spill again. I had no idea. And I said to her, my dear, um, 
there was a time when I used the prophetic like that to find things in people. And God told me, don't be a gossip. It's none of your business. <laughs> to find things in people through the prophetic. It's none of my business. So his, but, uh, I said to her, yeah, there was a point, there was a time when it could have been. I said, but that's not how I function as a prophetic. I seek the Father's heart for people. What is in his heart is what I see. I don't want to see anything outside of that. It's none of my business. So I said, and every time I have searched the heart of God about you, I have never seen that in in there. And every time I see you through his eyes, I have never seen that at all. I said, and uh, when I ask him about you, he's never told me. He's never talked to me about it at all. I said, he has hidden it from me. I had no idea. Well, the young little girl started wailing, like sobbing. Oh, people looking at me, what are you doing to that girl? You know, she was 19, I think, or 20. And she's crying uncontrollably and sobbing and saying, I can't believe this. And I thought they were going to call the police on me. And I'm thinking, I can't believe this either. And she is there, you know. And uh, finally, when she could talk, she said to me, do you know what this means? Do you know what you, and do you understand what this means? And I said, yeah. I, I'm not as prophetic as just thought five minutes ago, right? And she said, this means that when God sees me, and when he thinks about me, my sin is not the impo- most important thing to him. That he is not focused on it. I have been hiding from him because of it and hiding from you because of it. And uh, she said, because I thought that he was just pointing at it staring at my sin all day long. She said, but now I realize that he is not. And she cried. Now we both were crying. And she said... Isabel, if he loves me this much, with a completely repentant heart, can you help me be free from this to make him happy? Because this is a love different than anything else. And I stood there realizing her behavior was appalling in that area. But God doesn't condone that, but her heart was beautiful her heart was good towards him and she had a heart of repentance she was willing as soon as she realized like king david when he realized when the prophet called him on it he realized i've sin against god i've hurt him he repented immediately when this girl found out that god loved her so much she repented immediately you see and I stood there realizing that's what the kingdom is about. The God responds to your heart. That changes our ways and our behavior. That is the connection. So I want to pray an impartation right now. And this is a topic. This is a, it's actually like a, like a nine-session conference. But in a not share you got your heart 
you will be free from everything you're dealing with in your life. Everything will be fixed. And uh, your behavior and your thinking, everything. Your life will change. Your ministry will prosper. Your family, everything, people. This is the secret of all secrets. Cut your heart above all things and cleanse it. So please stand with me. I'm going to pray assuming that you are all with me on the same page. Because this is for all of us. There is not one person that can throw the first stone. And it's something that we have to do momentarily. Check every reaction, check everything, and make sure, you know, it's not contaminating your heart, that the reaction doesn't become your part of you and you live it. Don't, I mean, make your heart, guarding your heart the most important thing. That's what the Bible says, above all things, people. Above all things, guard your heart. So, Father, we are standing before you right now with a heart of repentance. And, Father, we are just coming to ask you for forgiveness. We want to humble ourselves before you, for we have not paid attention in our daily lives our everyday life our lifestyle is, has not been this and father we have been friends with the serpent in the garden planting thoughts of deception and destruction we have entertained them we have failed in this but you see our hearts that's why you still speak good things and you still bless us and that's why you even prophesy wonderful things over us. And Father, based on that, as we repent before you right now, we come to reset our heart. And we come to reset our mind. Father, to transform our mind by the power of the Holy Spirit and by the instructions you have given us. And Father, in Jesus' name, I want to break off right now the contamination that has come into your minds from your past. Thinking of your past is like mold into your heart. It makes it moldy and contaminates it and decays and it dies. So right now, I want to break off the power, the source of thoughts that come from your past. In the name of Jesus. And those of you who live in the yesterday, trying, bringing your yesterday into your today, into your now, in the name of Jesus, I speak freedom to you. And I break off that bondage of your yesterday. It is fine to let it go. Nothing bad is going to happen. You don't have to your yesterday. It is done. You don't have to protect it. You have to protect your past. But you need to protect your now and your tomorrow. So in Jesus' name right now, I release you. I release you from that habit. I release you from that bondage. I release you from the yesterdays. 
and I bless you to step into today. For today is the day that the Lord has made. Today. Yesterday was the day he made yesterday, but it is over. Today is today. The now, living in the now. So I call you forth right now in the name of Jesus for that powerful transition into the now. To be a stewards of the now in Jesus' name. And I want to bless you with freedom. Complete freedom to make choices. To be able to cleanse your hearts, decontaminate your hearts right now in Jesus' name. For the Holy Spirit is present to make it happen. It is God's will to do this. It is God's will to help you. It is God's will to bless you. So right now in the name of Jesus, I break off right now all the addictions to all those behaviors, negative behaviors associated with your thoughts. And Father, right now, I just ask for the mighty power of the Holy Spirit. Dear Holy Spirit, this is a big job. We need the SWAT team of heaven to help us with this. We need angels. We need your power. We need the Trinity. We need everything. This is the most powerful transformation we will ever walk in. So in Jesus' name, right now, I just want to bless who God created you to be. In your heart of hearts, the real you is found. So I bless you for the healing and freedom of your heart in the name of Jesus. And for redirection, there is a shift of direction that will come as your heart gets clean. And you learn to guard your heart. Hearing God's voice is natural. The contamination and the hindrances disappear. Experiencing his presence becomes normal. He likes that atmosphere. The heavenly realm will be your ground, your playground in life. You will enjoy the heavenly realm on earth because your, if your heart, you guard your heart and it's clean, heaven will invade your life's territory and circumstances. So I bless you right now for hunger for the things of above and the things that please God for that is your inheritance. That is your new country. That's where you belong, citizens of heaven. May you develop craving for this. May your spirit awaken. May you taste of the peace, the joy, the righteousness, the freedom that comes as you learn to guard your heart. And the devil will find out one day there is no use in throwing those thoughts that activate depression, the thoughts that activate anxiety. All your triggers will get will disappear. It will disappear. All your triggers will disappear, and your minds will be free. It is possible to have the mind of Christ if you want to trade it. If you want to trade your thoughts for His thoughts, and learn to think like Him, I bless you with the stewardship of your heart the stewardship of your mind and the freedom that will come within many of you have been struggling with guilt and condemnation because like Paul said you do the things that you don't want to do and the things that you want to do you do not do you keep failing and failing and saying but I know better how come I keep doing this and this is the solution so I bless you right now in the name of Jesus to so take a hold of this transforming power of God's truth. 
because of the power of the cross, the grave, and the resurrection of our Lord Jesus, this is reality. And it can be your reality today. There is no reason why not. It's your reality today. This is in the now. Not one day I will be free. Now you can be free today. Now. You can be transformed now. Heaven is here active now. The word of God is active now. So I bless you right now in Jesus' name. I break every bondage and I speak to every demonic oppression and every demonic stronghold, whether generational or whether it is um, territorial or whether it is circumstantial, it doesn't matter what has caused it. In Jesus' name, I speak to any spiritual influence, a demonic influence that has, is empowering this, is empowering your behaviors right now in Jesus' name. And I speak to every spirit of anger, depression, oppression, impatience, uh, stubbornness, anxiety, regret, guilt, condemnation, poverty, sickness, infirmity, death, worry, fear, and every other one that I don't think of, I'm not thinking of, but if you don't have it and you know it, just throw it in the pot. In Jesus' name right now, every spirit of darkness and bondage, I command you to leave every person who is hearing my voice right now. Everyone who is present here, but everyone who is hearing my voice in the name of Jesus right now. Every spirit of division and control. Right now, you have to leave every spirit of witchcraft and manipulation. You have to leave right now in Jesus' name. I just just a bit down just a bit in the name of Jesus and I commanded to live in Jesus name for our Lord took the keys away from you and all authority belongs to him we are his children we belong to him you get out of our path these people have destiny and I bless this house I bless this church to arise into the fullness of everything God has said and the revival that God has already begun with you and through you. For the Lord has called this house. Honey, can you join me? Uh, the Lord has called this house to be a place of revival and freedom. And he is going to increase it. And there is a lot of decisions that are going to come out of this church. That are going to affect the kingdom of God at large. And even your influence will go to every continent in the world for the lord has called this house to be a house of leaders and a central place even for europe that's going to arise out of the promises of this house so i bless you to arise right now for the lord is calling a new freedom but i saw new keys being given to you a new keys golden keys and i saw the lord putting a new steward and claw knew a key ring that was an ancient key ring and i heard the lord saying son and daughter i'm granting you today the wisdom and the thoughts and the keys of the ancient of days 
and you are going to come into that encounter and reality of what the ancient of days is like Moses knew the ancient of days because of that he could take people into a new level and take them forward and take them out of captivity into new, into new realms and the Lord is going to use you both to bring your kingdom out like you will be a Moses in the kingdom of God right now and the new Moses of today that God is raising in different places you are part of that and you're to arise to be leaders of other Moses that God is going to arise those who carry the keys that are going to unlock for the wisdom and the revelation and the thunder and lightning that comes from the ancient of days who has spoken Mount Sinai is going to manifest in this house is going to manifest out of you and many are going to say what is happening fear will come to some and they will run away and say like the people did in Exodus this is too big you know we're afraid of the might and the power by those who listen and those who are willing are going to be transformed for this is the day of transformation and the Lord is bringing you both to transform his kingdom into a new way the two of you are purifying agents in the kingdom of God the Lord has purified your hearts and he has given you tools to purify your hearts and you do it on a continual basis because of that the Lord is entrusting you to purify the heart of his bride and the heart of his kingdom and you are going to bring those who are on the outskirts to become pure and clean again for a new level of revelation and a new river is arising for the two of you for I heard the Lord saying I have held the best for last and you are going to steward the best that is at last the last that is the best for the kingdom has been waiting for a new wave and that wave is a different wave than what they have thought it would be this is a wave of holiness is a wave of purity is a wave of greatness is a wave of presence and power that comes from the deeper springs that God has been hiding and the Lord says to the two of you I am giving you today the well of Isaac and the well of Isaac will not be quarreled anymore. This is the well, not the well of the inheritance, but there is a different well that the Lord gave to him for Isaac's rightful inheritance. The well of his father was quarreled twice. And the third well was not. And the Lord says, this is the time when I'm granting you the well of Isaac. You will arise and this well will be deep, will be wide, will never dry up. It will water the fields, it will water everyone and every place and it meant the pastures will always be green for the waters of this well are pure and they have been saved it was hidden from others for they didn't think it was a great thing and they thought we have taken the good wells from them and the lord says son and daughter the last is the best i have saved it from you for today your water is turning into wine and this house is entering into wine and in every area where you stood in there when your wine turned into water the lord says today it is turning into wine again and this is a wine of salvation a wine of power it's a rich wine and this is the wine that flows from the throne of God and from the cross of our Lord. It's the wine of resurrection power. It's the wine of life. It's the wine of reality. It's the wine that cannot be contaminated. For you can be entrusted with the wine that will not be contaminated. 
you will take this wine to the nations, take it to the leaders. Because of this, there will be those who will try to contaminate it, and the Lord will remove them from the path. And even some I will stand against you will be removed from their positions by the hand of God. For the Lord says, from this day on, those who stand against you will stand against me. And those who could you know, speak evil about you will speak about me. You, it is now the business is with me, says the Lord. And I will stand, for I have rolled to my sleeves. And I am coming now, not as a lamb. I'm coming now like a lion and a father to defend my children. And this house will be defended and protected. And indeed, a new identity is being formed, is being released. A new mantle is coming over this church. And the Lord says, the time is coming now for that mantle to arise and the mantle to be unveiled and the mantle to be revealed in the world. For I am causing that mantle to become a tent that will never stop growing and will cover territories all over the planet. I'm giving you today the hidden jewels and hidden treasures that others buried out of ambition. I'm giving you today the promises that others have not been able to fulfill. And I'm searching the land to find those who are misusing my gift, my anointing, my glory, and my name. And I will remove it from them, and I will add it unto you. And this house is going to become a house of truth and a house of might. And those who come into this house are going to enter into a fire of power. And there is going to be a burning fire that is going to bring transformation. For the Lord says, I will bless the families of this house. And I will bless the children of this house and I will bless the elderly of this house for there is a generation of elderly people that are going to walk through the doors of this house for the Lord says I'm calling an army out of retirement today they waited and they waited and they waited and they said what happened for God called us and promised and the Lord says son and daughter I will entrust you with that generation for their generals and they have revival within them for they carry jars of oil and healing and goodness they will water the young seeds and they will cause them to grow mightily and strong the greatest intercessors that you will see will arise out of that generation and they will bring life comfort dwells within them the Lord is going to strengthen new beginnings in this place I saw the well of the Lord underneath his church flowing in four directions there's a well underneath this building flowing in four directions from to the north to the south to the four corners of the world to the east and to the west i saw people being sent from this church into the world and they were tearing down prison bars in people's lives this church will send out teams of people who will set the bondage those who are in bondage will set them free there's a new covering coming over this church that you saw the blood of jesus cover this church like never before there's going to be a covering and protection over this church and people will come and try to steal what the lord is doing here will try to steal what the lord has been building here for years and years but they will not be able to do that for the covering of the lord is over this church the covering of the lord is over this church a new i saw a new you as a new anointing of deliverance ministry arising within the church a new anointing of deliverance ministry arising for this church in Jesus name so I bless you guys you have been faithful you have been seeking the Lord from the day you were born in your hearts you have been since you draw the first breath on earth both of you have been seeking the Lord in your hearts with earnesty with love 
And it, I just bless it in you guys. You have such pure hearts, both of you. You have you carry such pure love for the Lord and such pure desire for His children. I just bless that in you, in Jesus' name. You will be noticed. This church will be noticed. I just saw this church like a light of, like a beacon, being seen from all over the world. I bless you guys in Jesus' name. I just saw new fire starting around this, around the walls of this church. So I bless you in Jesus' name. I bless you in Jesus' name. You are good people. You are good stewards of what the Lord has given you. You are good stewards. And you carry such pure love for his people. So bless you guys in Jesus' name. I just heard trumpets blowing and I saw four golden trumpets that are blowing over you and they're being positioned by heaven. They will keep blowing over you for the Lord says, I will blow the winds of heaven upon you and I will bring new winds that we are going to relocate you for this is not the place of your destiny. And the Lord has a building, a bigger building for you and a place of increase and enlargement and stretching that is going to become a permanent dwelling for you, but there is going to be expansion. There will be room for expansion when you go to that place for you will keep enlarging and enlarging and enlarging it in many ways. For the Lord is going to bring you to different levels of equipping and training. People will come from the north, the south, the east and the west. The Lord has given you authority over poverty and you are going to see freedom of poverty and the people who come to this house will walk into freedom of poverty debt will disappear financial bondage will disappear but God is going to use this church to bring a, a shift in the for, uh, bonded, financial bondage in the kingdom in poverty in the kingdom at large and even you will affect the poverty of the world and the Lord has given you an, uh, a great understanding in this house of a strategy. I saw the Lord raising entrepreneurs in this place that are going to affect the business world in such a mighty way that they're going to reach into the wealth of the world for the kingdom. And they're going to bring transformation. I heard the Lord saying, I am giving you today as a church, this is for everybody. You are going to enter into a season of fertility and increase. A fertility is arising in this church like you have never seen before and there is a fertility that is going to cause every dry land to become alive again wherever you set your feet dryness is going to disappear and there's going to be life wherever you all stand this is for all of you you are carrying right now the blessing of life and fertility you're going to cause not just barren wombs to be open for they will be open in this house and God is granting you that that you will pray and people's wombs will be open in the world and in, in the kingdom and the land but you will also see it when the uh, even finances are barren when the businesses are barren when there is no fruit when the land is not producing harvest anymore in different territories you will come and you will speak and it will be released the lord is giving you access to the medical field there's going to be scientists and medical people coming to this house as well and there is going to be an anointing of revelation for to bring innovation to med to the medical field from heaven that the lord will release he will release do you have a healing anointing as a church but it is going to increase into 
um, development in the scientific medical field as well in a great way. But the Lord is going to do uh, signs and wonders. The Lord is giving you also a release of joy. And I saw the young people of this church are going to enter into a new level of joy. Children from uh, 0 to 12 years of age, are going no, 13 actually, are going to become carriers of joy, fountains of life. L joy and freedom is going to arise out of them. And they are going to grow and there will be cascades of refreshment. They will bring healing to people and they will transform the weary, the weary hearts. Tiredness will fall away and they will have the ability to remove the tiredness of people's lives and minds. They are going to bring transformation to people and they will speak in levels of truth like many people have never heard children speak on those levels of truth the children that will are here children that will be born and children that will come uh, in the future are all going to enter into that anointing that is going to be a permanent well for them to flow up I saw a flood of books going out of this church some people in this church will write books that will be inspired by the Holy Spirit inspired by the Holy Spirit and they will be sought after and they will be read all over the world, the books. I saw wombs being opened. Wombs being opened in this church. Wombs are being opened now in Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Wombs are being opened now in Jesus' name. So I bless you guys in the name of Jesus. I saw a young man in this church earlier today and I was saying, young man, and this is from 18 to 35 years of age. And the Lord says, I'm making you arrows in my quiver. And I'm placing you on the bows that are going to be sent out and target the different realms of influence. I'm granting you influence. You will be the influencers in every sphere that there is. People will listen to you. They will know the wisdom and understanding dwells within you. For the spirit of wisdom is going to increase in you. And seven realms what you have seen and the gift of discernment will increase sevenfold as well for you. You're going to make decisions that are going to bring transformation. You are leaders and the leadership anointing is going to be recognized for you will be given positions higher than what you qualify for. God is going to position you. It's not that you um, are doing it. God is doing it. But work with God as he leads you to make take steps out of places of comfort for your lives. I just heard the Lord saying for the old men from 35 on man the Lord is giving you desires of your heart there has been a lot of sacrifices that you have made and there has been a lot of challenges that you have had to deal with you have carried burdens and you have carried a lot of responsibilities on your shoulders and the Lord says I'm coming to refresh you I'm going to grant you your prayers and you're going to find favor over your lives as the Lord gave the favor of the king to Esther you are entering into the favor of the king King in the same way and the honor of God gave to Esther is coming upon you for God is going to clothe you with honor and the Lord is going to release that level of honor you will give honor to many people some of you have felt forgotten some of you have thought but what about me and the Lord says do not be discouraged for I am rearranging your steps and the enemy had made plans to rob some of you of your destiny, but they have guarded it and protected it. And it will not be taken from you. You 
your inheritance is safe in the hand of the Lord. Arise, arise and rejoice. Can you get Ashley? Arise and rejoice for the Lord is bringing you to be the leaders and your inheritance is safe for you. For the Lord says to you, I'm going to give you also a new level of life. Resurrection life will flow from you. You will be the watering cans in the dry land. And you are going to cause people to arise for a gift of encouragement is arising in you, man. And you are going to become the ones that lift up the countenance of the people. And death will depart in your presence. For the Lord is releasing resurrection life in you. And I saw a new level of resurrection life flowing in your presence. And the Lord says, men, I'm granting you evangelism right now. The men of this house and the ones that will come, this is for the ones who are part of it now, but for the ones that God is going to bring. And if you are visiting, it is for you too, because God brought you today to receive. If you are hearing my voice, this is for you as well, even if you are not uh, from this church. But the Lord is granting you a, a, a gift to add a mantle of evangelism. And it is arising. What I saw for you as this evangelism arises more and more is that the Lord is giving to you the impartation that he gave to Peter. And you're going to walk in the anointing that Peter walked in when his very shadow healed people. When, his, uh, when he will enter into supernatural realms of glory and manifestation of God's power, you are going to experience that for passion will arise within you for the lost and you will pave the ground for others. For as God used John the Baptist to bring people to salvation but also to the encounters with Jesus, God is going to use you men to cause that to happen. God says, I'm raising the John the Baptist again and you are part of that generation of John the Baptist. For the men of this church, there's a new anointing of the Father's heart, the love of the Father's heart coming for you. Be the men of these, this church will carry an, uh, carry an impartation of the Father's heart to love other men. The kingdom of God needs men to hug and love on men. It's been taboo for too long for young men to be able to receive the father's love through a father. So that anointing is coming afresh over the men in this church. And you're going to carry that and you're going to impart it into others. So to the men of this church, I say, be bold to love. Be bold to love and pour out the father's love in Jesus' name. Uh, to the woman standing there that we prophesied over before, Abby, I'm speaking to the child in your womb. Be touched by the Holy Spirit in Jesus' name. I'm speaking to the child in your womb. Be touched by the Holy Spirit for you are called to serve the Lord. The presence of the Lord is over you dear child and I bless you in the name of Jesus Christ and I call upon the protection of the Lord Jesus over you from now on until, until the end of time in Jesus name so bless you bless you bless you yeah there's a preacher in your womb honey there's a strong preacher in your womb a mighty leader a mighty leader with a great kick that is going to release great power. 
and authority, wisdom and understanding is also within that child in your womb. And there's already a prophetic anointing over him as well. So I bless you guys. I bless your home. I bless your household. I bless your family. I bless your marriage. In Jesus' name. I bless you to be the parents that you call to be. In Jesus' name. And I heard for the women, all the women of this house, and I heard the Lord saying he's giving you rewards. It's your season of rewards. And I saw a curtain opening up, and there were shelves with everything in there. Like it was more than Christmas presents and everything you can imagine. These shelves are filled. And I heard the Lord saying, those are for the women. It is the time of your rewards. It is the time of your harvest. It is the time of you receiving. You are going to receive. You are givers already but you are going to receive in ways beyond what you have expected and I heard the Lord saying the reward of Mordecai is coming to you the reward of Mordecai for you have not been rewarded on time many times the rewards have been delayed and stolen from you but God, the king himself rewarded Mordecai later, but he received a better reward. And many of you have experienced that. You have not received the rewards that were due to you at the time. Disappointment tried to come into your hearts. And the Lord says, the wait will be worth it. For he is going to give you the reward of Mordecai. You will never lack anything. And the Lord wants you to know that your families will be secured and protected. You will sleep in peace and rest and you will not have to worry about the things that are to come. For the Lord says, I'm raising within you the blessing of the woman of noble character. And you women are going to arise to be the women of Proverbs 31 that the world is going to want to follow. And you will model that for many others. There's a worship anointing on the women of this house that is going to reach the sky and the heavens and break the atmospheres. And so worshiping the women, that the warrior, war, the ones that fight, the warriors, those ones, are going to arise in a mighty way through worship in this house, and you are going to carry authority, and you will shift atmospheres in a great way wherever you go, for God is doing a new and mighty thing. I just want to bless Alexander, your son, for the Lord has placed his spirit upon him, and he is a peacemaker in the land. He has a gift of wisdom. He is incredibly prophetic, a dreamer of many dreams, and he is going to arise to speak of wisdom and understanding yet he will bring peace to many but he has a strength within him and a courage even though he has gentleness and kindness he is going to be a man of authority even as a child he will see things that others cannot see and he has a serious anointing within him to cause him to see supernatural things he will speak of things that no one can see but he will arise to be to turn tables with integrity he will say wrong is wrong and right is right and he is not going to be afraid but he will see the separation there will not be gray areas for him he will arise with understanding as um, David uh, and David had for the presence of the Lord and the worship anointing that is within him is going to arise in that same level for he will build on worship he will build in praise and even the worship of his heart and his musical but there is going to be more than music in his worship will be a lifestyle for him but the Lord says I'm granting him today favor with authorities favor with leaders favor with teachers favor with anybody in, in 
um, of positions of authority in the world and in the kingdom. He has it already and he has opened doors for him and opened doors before him. He was born in a time such as this for a purpose such as this, just like his brother is. They both have calls and destinies, but Alexander is extremely intellectual. He is going to learn and arise also intellectually tremendously. And he will make waves with the intellectual and the learned people of the land. Father, thank you now for uh, Ashley and, uh, and uh, Dan. And Father, I thank you for these two and the faithfulness. But I heard the same for the two of you. You are groundbreakers. And you are pioneers in the kingdom. And you are going to be the trailblazers that many are searching for and saying, how can we go to that place? For the Lord says, you are the Joshua and the Caleb of the kingdom. And you are going to arise and you will bring people into their destiny. You will bring down the giants and the fortified cities. You are going to make the impossible possible. For there is no impossible in front of you. God has removed the impossible. You have signs and wonders. And you are going to trample over everything that the enemy has ever done and even the plans of men are going to fall apart in your presence. You are going to find foundations and you will both build on foundations. I saw you planting churches. I saw you raising ministries in throughout the world and I heard the Lord saying he has given you the true gift of a stewardship and the wealth of a stewardship is within the two of you. You are good stewards of everything the Lord has given to you. You have been tested a lot and you have been tested in areas that you have not told people you have been tested and you have spoken some of these testings but there are others that you don't but in all the testing that you have gone through you have done well you passed the test and the Lord says today you were weighed and you are not lacking today you have been chosen for a new level of impartation for you are going to receive a commissioning accelerated in time there is a commissioning coming upon the two of you that is going to become stronger and stronger than you know you have a very apostol a strong apostolic mantle but the Lord has enlarged the corners of this mantle and the Lord says son I'm giving you authority in all the other realms for you are going to step into evangelism you're going to step into teaching you're going to step into more into the in the into the mantles of pastoral I'm talking about mantles not gifts of jobs I'm calling about the authority and the impartation that flows from them you're going to enter and increase into the realm of prophetic as well and you are going to see a transformation coming for I saw a sword with five points in front in your hand and the Lord says to you I'm giving you authority over the, all the five areas of ministry and you will develop those five corners the five mantles you will develop it raise and equip the different levels and the different people that will come from the young and to the old and you are going to release the Lord has called you both of you to have greater influence in the media and even uh, clones too I saw I actually saw earlier for you guys, even newspapers are going to write about you guys and uh, clones to what the Lord will do in this house and you guys are going to be on the television media and the internet media in a great way and you will be known for that. Dear, the Lord is giving you great, a great teaching anointing and the Lord says, dear, I'm releasing the teaching mantle for you will feed my people and you will enlarge their territory. You are going to become a great visionary beyond what you have seen for you know your husband is a great visionary, a kingdom visionary but dear, you carry that same visionary anointing with 
something new and it is going to arise in a mighty way. You will raise many other visionaries for you are an encourager in the kingdom. The prophetic anointing in you is going to release a life and a flow in the people's hearts as never been seen before. For I heard the Lord saying you will uncap every jar, you will uncap every well and nothing is going to remain the same. The Lord wants you to know he is going to bless your children financially and prosper them in everything. They will not lack anything. Do not look to the left or to the right saying what will happen tomorrow when the winds are blowing or storms are coming away. For the Lord says, I have secured your household and the day will come when you will have a house, a standalone house of your own and a place that you will uh, possess without debt and the day will come when you are going to stand in a place of increase for the Lord says that you have given the widow's might into the kingdom the kingdom is giving you the reward of the widow's might right and equip I saw um, curriculums within you and I saw you preparing curriculums and releasing curriculums for the kingdom. And I saw you, dear, songwriting. There's an amazing psalmist anointing in you and songwriting, dear. Let those songs arise because you are going to bring transformation. And a lot of healing is going to flow through that for you. The dreams are going to increase for you. And the dream, prophetic dreams and visitations of the night are going to grow tremendously in you and through you. For the Lord says, I have placed my hand upon the two of you in a great way and you heard the sound of the trumpet you responded to the sound of the trumpet and the Lord says I'm sending now armies to work with you for I have called you both to walk in the general's anointing in the kingdom and you will release kingdom authority I saw missions for you both of you I saw you being sent the Lord is going to send you to many many countries I saw your brother ministering to leaders the Lord has lions in the field everywhere around the world. Some of them are hurting. Like when we see a lion that has a thorn in the sole of his feet, I saw you ministering to them and taking the thorn out of their feet and making them whole again. For the Lord has given you the anointing to do that. So I bless you, brother, to go in strength and power of the Lord. The nations are coming for you. I do not see a change of location, but I see trips for you. Trips, trips, trips. The Lord is going to send you. So the bless the both of you. You have been good stewards. You have been good stewards in the kingdom of God. And you will not lack. You will not need anything. You will, you will have everything you need. You will not lack anything. So I bless you in Jesus' name. And brother, the healing anointing in your hands is going to increase, 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 increase. And you will see physical healings like never before as you minister to people. You have been asking for that. You've been asking for that and the Lord is going to, that's going to increase in your life. you to receive in Jesus name for your heart is so beautiful and your heart is so pure for the Lord and you carry such a big chunk of Jesus within you brother you carry such presence of the Lord in you in Jesus name there is so much room in him in you for him I see so much of Jesus in you brother 
So I bless you in Jesus' name. I bless you in Jesus' name. Your dreams, he has seen your dreams. He has heard your dreams. You dream big. You dream big. And you will see big things in your life, in your walk with him. In Jesus' name, bless you. Dan, I just heard the Lord saying, you have impartation for your parents. And God is going to use you in a mighty way to bring kingdom impartation impact into your parents. There's going to be inheritance the opposite way, if I can use that term. But there's so, like inheritance going to your parents through you. And there is also something big, some promises God gave your father that have not come to pass that he's going to do it through you. You are going to finish some things that he didn't do and he couldn't do. It doesn't matter. They are not going to happen through him. God is going to, whatever is undone, you will finish. God wants you to know he will be faithful to every word he has given your parents and your father particularly. And inheritance will, the legacy will continue. I just want to bless your children. And I want to bless Caleb. Caleb is a mighty warrior. He carries understanding. He carries might. He is going to be very uh, focused. And he is going to know when he wants, when he wants it. And it's going to be hard for you to change his mind or, you know, get, cause him to get to change a candy for a cookie. You know, that kind of thing. Because when he makes up his mind, he will want it because he's a very strong leader. He has might and he has power. He's a stallion that cannot be held back and cannot be controlled. A natural born leader. There will be many who will try to turn, direct him in one way or another. And the Lord says, do not worry. He will never give into peer pressure. He's going to be strong and he will make a difference to others. He will stand against the wolves for he has discernment for wolves and he's a watchman on the walls. He's going to carry the anointing like Elisha within him and he will keep the people of God one step ahead. He's a mover and he's a shaker. He's like a wave of the sea that cannot be trapped in any way but he has freedom and he will walk in this freedom all the days of his life he has such a gift of understanding the eyes of his understanding are very open he has discernment like i said but he has also the gift of observation and many times he will be quiet and he will be silent and even and there will be times when he will retreat into solitude into places of solitude and you will say why isn't he just playing with the others or doing this or doing that he will you will find him on his own and also be the call of solitude no loneliness there is nothing wrong and it's not even introvert it's the call of solitude that is within him or god will speak to him or he will process and meditate because he absorbs a lot and he will through observation he will absorb a lot a lot and the lord says i'm going to increase the portion in his hand even in a great way for there is a scepter of favor in his hand and he will lay hands on people as a child and favor is going to be released and the lord is going to use you for mighty great things that he's going to do your daughter is a woman of faith and strength she has a level of faith so big that she can believe anything she thinks really big she thinks that Outside the box and she reaches for the stars and she will reach the stars but the Lord has granted her creativity there's a prophetic mantle upon her life 
and she is going to arise more and more in the prophetic authority. She brings healing to people and he carries healing. She is healing and has healing in her wings. She will discern and she will discern the, the hearts of people. She will know what is happening. The mother's anointing is very strong within her already and she is an intercessor. She will carry burdens of others and she is going to at times lay down her life for the sake of others in need in wants and even give what she wants and give her as gifts to others to comfort them for she's very pastoral as well the lord has given her faith to believe for miracles and faith for the impossible she will arise in miracles there is a healing anointing in her for the sick and she is going to encourage people wherever her, she goes the lord is going to send her to nations as well even even young worship will arise within her she will sing new songs he will make up songs as a child but those will be the prophetic songs for she walks with angels and she hears the voice of angels. The Lord wants you to know that she sees in realms beyond her understanding. She will speak of things that no one can comprehend. Pay attention and write those things. Record them for one day. Those things will become very important. There, there is a book about her and in her. But there's a book about her that you will write one day or she will write or something. But it will be about her life. Her journey will be a book one day. She also carries, carries your teaching anointing. Miss you guys. Love you guys. Love you, love you, love you. I'll get to you. son the lord is calling you to a new level in your life and i heard the lord saying i have not forgotten you but i'm going to call you by name for a new trumpet okay a new trumpet is being blown on your life son you have not been forgotten even though many times you have been left aside there has been a spirit of rejection that has worked against you and has caused people to rob you of opportunities you have been robbed from a lot but the lord says today i am restoring and i'm going to call the devourer to give you back what he has stolen from you and i heard the lord saying he's going to bring companionship in your life for at times there is loneliness in your atmosphere the lord is going to fill your heart with with love, with romance, a season of great romance is around the corner for you. And I heard the Lord saying, son, I'm going, it's time, I'm going to stretch you. It is time for you to be stretched out of your places of comfort. And you're going to feel out, you know, out of your comfort zones. But in that, you're going to grow and grow and grow. There is transformation, new positions. And even in the marketplace, things are going to shift for you. For you have been kind of hidden in the marketplace. And the Lord is going to give you a favor and even some new doors of employment are going to open up for you. For the women of the church, some of you have never ever experienced a true father's love. Some of you have never experienced healthy father's love. The Lord is going to visit you. You're going to have visitations from the Lord and you're going to experience the true love of a father, the father of heaven. That anointing is coming for this church, for the daughters of this church. Those of you who have not experienced true father's love in your life, or a distorted and unhealthy father's love in your life, the Lord is going to let you experience true father's love. That anointing is coming for this church and for the people here and for the people listening at home. 
So I bless you to receive that in Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Tanya, there is a great um, transformation coming for you. And I heard the Lord saying, he is going to bring you out of the places where you have been hidden for a long time. You are a woman of many talents. And you are like a jack of all trades. There is nothing you cannot do. And you do it with excellence and faithfulness. For you walk in a servant's heart. But the Lord says to you, dear, you are one of the greatest evangelists he has ever created. And he is bringing you into your evangelistic mantle. And you are one of those that will carry the John the Baptist anointing with the prophetic and evangelism. But you are going to bring a harvest in for you are fearless. And because of the fearlessness that you have shown in the seasons of battles and testing. For God has been watching very closely how you deal with challenges. And now the Lord says you have learned what you needed to learn. He's going to release you with authority. You are going to bring a harvest in and you are going to bring the dragons down. You are the one who is going to bring freedom even to the bride to come out of captivity. But the Lord wants you to know that you personally are going to come into some breakthroughs and some marriage for you. And I heard the Lord saying, he is bringing you into your own inheritance for you are a church planter. And you are going to birth some churches and you are going to plant churches. You are going to be a household name to many people in many places. And I heard the Lord saying, dear, you are going to teach his people in many levels for you are willing to learn, learn, learn whatever it takes. And the Lord says, dear, I am giving you a double portion today. You will keep a portion for you, but you will give a portion to everybody else. And this portion yours is going to continue increasing for you will no longer have to take out of your own basket to give to others as you have done in the past, you have depleted your basket for the sake of others. But the Lord says, daughter, I'm going to release the signs and wonders that are stirring within you. For there are miracles upon miracles upon miracles within you that are going to be released. And the Lord will send you to the land of deception to bring freedom to the people. For you have the courage of Elijah. And you will stand in that place when you will uncover the darkness, the deception. And those who say it quacks like a duck and therefore it is a duck and you will stand there saying not at all let me show you what this duck really looks like and you are going to bring freedom from all the demonic oppression of the land for the Lord says to you I'm going to release my power call on me and I will answer my fire will come when you call for it and my authority will manifest and many people will oppose you many people will try to stop you and the Lord says daughter I will make you unstoppable for her place and engine of fire and faith within you that cannot stop you. You are a kingdom woman and the Lord says, daughter, release the harvest of the kingdom but reach for some bigger places, bigger realms. You think big and you always expect big. You don't live with limitations. You think big and you have seen great things. And I heard the Lord saying that was training. This is now the real deal. Sana, you're such an inspiration for me to see how you steward what the Lord has given you. That's such an inspiration for me. And I'm sure it's an inspiration for many other people as well. I saw you tearing up the doors of hell in people's lives. 
There was nothing that stopped you. You just took the handles of the doors of hell in people's lives and you just tore them off the hinges. And you opened up and you went in and you cleaned house. And you brought out healthy, living people, the people of the Lord. The evangelism that Isabel spoke about is going to increase, 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 increase in your life. But you're going to also see a big increase in deliverance. In deliverance. The Lord is going to give you more boldness, more authority. You're going to see, you're going to see the authority that he has given you in a greater way than you have seen it before. And he's going to lead people in your path that need deliverance, that need healing. And that need to come out of the gates of hell and you're going to bring them out for the Lord will send you in with everything you need and you're going to go in fearless and you're going to set people free in the name of Jesus Christ and you're going to grow in the prophetic even more you're going to hear even clearer heavenly places heavenly realms that's why you're being taken up in heavenly realms the Lord is going to show you new things that you have never never seen before and you're going, to get, you're going to see more of the spirit realm than you have ever seen before. You've been praying for that, haven't you? <laughs> so I bless you, dear, in Jesus' name. I bless you. Oh, yeah. Young man, you, I just want to say you're a good man. You're a good man. You're a good man. The kindness shines from the kindness that you carry it shines all around you and you have the ability to see the good in people and dig into people's lives and you have the ability even though you have not always been treated well yourself in your life but nevertheless you have this great ability to see the good and the kindness in other people because that is who you are and that is what you carry yourself you're a good man you're a kind man. You're a loving man. The Lord hears your prayers. I saw you praying in your room and saw angels appearing around you, touching your shoulders as you were praying. So I just want to bless you. I just want to bless you. Kind, good man. You're a good man with a beautiful heart. So bless you, brother, in Jesus' name. And you will marry a good woman. The Lord has a good woman for you. I don't know why I said that. I just had to say that now. But the Lord has a good woman for you. So bless you, brother, in Jesus' name. fast and if you have something to record with that would be great if you have it handy mommy when I look at your heart the Lord saying uh, are you recording please record for her please okay 
up and the Lord says, dear, because you have been willing to mother his people, whether they uh, ask him for it or not, you step in into the need. The Lord is increasing your portion in the land. Dear, you are an intercessor, a watchman on the walls. Indeed, you have an amazing teaching anointing, dear. And I saw you going to the nations. The Lord wants you to know you have been holding on to faith and you have been called, holding on to promises. Well done, well done, for the battle has been won. And now it is the trumpets of victory are going to start sounding. And there's a wolves running to the left and to the right. There's an amazing restoration coming. And the Lord is going to restore everything the locust has ever eaten. And you're going to stand there saying, as in, um, in Joel chapter 2, you will see the Lord remove the caterpillar and the canker worm. The locust will never... Are you together while you're holding hands? So you, you must be... <laughs> I just thought, she's so nice, she's reaching out to him. <laughs> See, I'm not that prophetic. And <laughs> but the Lord is going to remove the caterpillar and the canker worm in such a way that everything is going to break away and you're going to, you will not sit. Uh, the devourer come to take as he has done in the past. The Lord is bringing freedom. The two of you are very pastoral. And the Lord is going to increase more and more that pastoral anointing. You have a great gift of hospitality. And because of that, the Lord is going to reward your hospitality. You have open hands. You live with an open hand. And I heard the Lord saying he's going to give you access to the prodigals of the kingdom. You are going to reach the prodigals and God is giving you favor. You will see restoration and the vengeance of the Lord coming against the devourer that has stolen the wolf that has stolen his lambs and you are going to see the hand of God coming as God deals with the devourer you will collect the little lambs back into the kingdom and bring them safely back into the house of the Lord dear that you have a lot of strength within you and I heard the Lord saying he is giving you victories to give to others as well but there is a change of direction coming for you and I heard the Lord saying there are some unexpected changes you will stand there saying ah, this is not what I thought it would go I had this plan, I had this plan, I had this plan but then they will not always work out the same way, some will but some are not going to and even those that will not work out the way you think are going to work out even better and you are going to stand there seeing the final destination saying my goodness I never thought I would be in this place or this situation but this is better than I thought there's a change of location for you the Lord is going to take you and the Lord says dear I'm going to plant you in a greater field where you're going to grow and become a mighty tree for the kingdom of God the Lord says favor will come upon your life favor for resources finances and favor with people in the marketplace is going to increase for you in a greater way dear for you are a leader and you will be known as a great and mighty leader in the marketplace yeah, the Lord is giving you strength and the Lord is opening up new doors in your heart I saw an awakening happening deep within you and the Lord says I'm releasing new rivers of power new rivers of might and refreshment within you, weariness is going to fall away completely in such a way that you will stand there saying I don't know what happened to me but I feel alive every day in a different way and the Lord says I'm going to cause you to be a giver of life to those who are around you who discouraged and looking down you're going to lift up the countenance of many for the Lord says daughter I have called you by name and I'm going to speak to you in dreams new dreams are coming in which you are going to understand the interpretations you're going to understand the riddles you're going to understand the messages I saw encounters with the father coming for you and question marks in your heart are going to disappear completely dear there are many new beginnings coming for you 
Okay, so what's going to happen is we're going to say goodbye to our online church. Everyone wave at the camera. Let's hope it's the right camera. Otherwise, we're all just waving to a corner in the room. Bless you in the name of the Father, Son, and the Holy Spirit, that everything that has been said and the increase in the love and the capacity for love in our hearts would be yours in Jesus' name. Everyone say amen. Amen.